0: Welcome to The One Guys Show, where we're going to be bringing you nutritional and mindset insights to help you gain nutritional freedom, lose weight faster, build a winner's mindset, all without the stress, guesswork, and sacrifice that you're used to. Now, this podcast specializes in helping women break free from the dieting shackles that society has placed them in and provides them with a clear
1: path to success. So let's dive in. Here we go. We're in. Here we go with another episode. And um, we've actually we're actually doing this 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 podcasting on your little setup, on your little office, which has been um super exciting for us for the last well few days. Got in here on Monday, mm. got the keys officially, but it's starting to all kind of uh come to fruition with our desks arriving today. I've got my little mini up so for what we are going to actually get as well is mate we need to put in the corner there uh that's where the camera is going to go so we're going to start chucking this on youtube now some of you are obviously going to be a bit more visual learners and um we thought that maybe if we can get this up on youtube it might be might be pretty dis- decent yeah because
0: I've you watch podcasts i don't what wa- listen. listen to podcasts i watch a lot of podcasts like i just like to watch rather than just listen because i find i've got the worst attention span i'm like a five-year-old so if i've got it in front of me like in like a visual thing i can watch it and listen to it at the same time like it makes sense because i couldn't learn from like a podcast because if i listen to it i'll get distracted visually on anything so if we can actually have and for those of you that are out there like me that are just a little bit lacking the attention span (laughs) and <laughs> um, we're gonna set that up. I'm just gonna bring you guys down there with me because instead of just saying that I've got bad attention span, I know some of you out there blatantly have as well. So you can come join my club, um, and we're gonna record it, uh, yeah, in the corner. So that'll be something definitely, um yeah, that will be done. Oh, I'm like a kid at Christmas in here, man. This is so cool. Like for any of you that follow us on Instagram, you've probably seen me post about it over the past few days. But I'm in love. Like I like I like commuting to this office. You know, it's got a cafe, it's got a rooftop bar when it opens, we've got a cute little office with our desks, and I mean, this is just great.
1: Do you know what I, I quite like as well is that the fact that it actually feels like more of a conversation now, so we're not looking at each other via Zoom, and I'm actually looking at you and having a conversation, staring into your eyes. It's quite romantic, man. It's I feel massively if we had, romantic.
0: If we had some candles and, you know, maybe some sushi. Stop making this sexy. Okay, so I'll start now.
1: <laughs> yeah. so in today's podcast we um we wanted to put together a little nutritional myth series for you now there may be some of this stuff that you've heard before but maybe you've just heard it over the internet maybe a influencer on uh, like instagram or something like that talk about the subject but there's no real meaning behind it and you don't actually know why um, that myth is a myth. So we're going to dive in a little bit deeper to some of the myths and the common ones that we see in uh, the industry and especially mm. in like the uh, free community group that we have and questions that you get asked on your social media and, you know, when we do the lives, there's typically there's some... a lot.
0: Yeah, so the... yeah, there's a lot out there. A lot. And I think even some of, some of them still surprise me.
1: Like oh, when I get asked I'm like, dropping. how is
0: this still a thing? Like, who told you this? Like, who... You know, and the, the worrying thing is there's, there's, there's still like, my PT told me this. And I'm like, your PT never learned that on his course. So I have no idea where he's getting it from. And that's what I also think is a strange thing. Like, you can Google anything these days, you know, if you've ever Googled how to lose weight, you've probably come up with about 57 different things. And that's the thing, you know, maybe it is what PTs have done. Because I see it so often where they're like, oh, my PT told me that what I need to do is I need to cut out carbs. And I'm like, how, your your PC's never taught that, so why are they advocating it?
1: Well, interestingly enough, when I, so, I did my personal training um, qualification back in... Many moons. Yeah, 2009, 2010, I can't, yeah, something like that. In the, in the Premier course book... Yes, yes it was actually taught that it's um, preferable to cut carbohydrates for fat loss. Okay, right. Premier, what's the website? We're right I mean, on the left. That's like 10 years ago. Like, we're talking like 10 years ago. Mm, so surely it's, yeah, surely it's been updated but, since then. Yeah, well, I did mine in what? 2014.
0: I did mine in 2014. And I, was ne- I did the diploma. So I did the level three t- PT. The level two, obviously, gym instructor. Level three PT. But I also did level three, the like, advanced nutrition in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was quite in-depth. I remember Louis, who did your premiere, was like, oh, it's way more in-depth than we did. And there was never anything about cutting carbs or anything. It was taught. It was a lot about like vitamins, minerals as well, which is quite in-depth, I think, for as soon as it was just a basic PT qualification. Um, and like what ones get excreted through the urine, I always remember that one. I don't know why. Well,
1: it's, it, uh, it's kind of going slightly off topic, but we'll, we'll get onto it in a minute. But the uh, I know we spoke a little bit about the PT light like, on the very first episode, mm. but... What's mad is the majority of, and let's just not beat around the bush. Like the majority of people that start personal training, it's there is going to be some kind of like um, light, like health and lifestyle factors that got you into looking for personal training in the first place. But the majority yeah. of people, it's fat loss, isn't it? Yeah. Now people come yeah. for a personal training because they do they do want to become healthier, um, but they also are potentially looking to lose some body fat i mean who doesn't like yeah
0: yeah, yeah. well that's what i think is like most people that come to the gym i would argue like 90 percent want to look good naked like that's it that's you know you might as well have it on your form like i want to look good naked because it is and i think that's why you know we ended up going down the nutrition route because we realised nutrition is 80 percent of that equation it's like well hold on if we keep getting asked that equation in our maths exam utilize what you've got and utilize what works for that and that was like more of our clients were, like i want to lose weight and i'm like and when people used to do that when you used to come to like for a gym induction. So for any of you that, you know, average gym goes, you know, you know, you can book in with a gym induction whenever you join up a gym. And the amount of people I'm like, okay, cool. So, you know, Tina, tell me it's my mum's name. Tina. Uh so, why well, that popped my head. So I'm like, okay, Tina, sit down. I'm like, can uh, Tina, you know, what what are your goals? What what are you what are you looking to get out of being here at the gym? And you know, most of it started off with like, well, I wanna lose weight and I wanna tone up. And my first initial thought was like, My time would be better off here spent talking to you for the first half an hour about nutrition but they're like so i want to know what are the best exercises that i need to be doing in there to lose weight and i'm like i mean we're better off going to the kitchen and me showing you like what are the best you know what foods contain protein and to kind of educate you on calorie density because that's where the issue is it's not that you're not doing some sit-ups or some you know kickbacks on the stairmaster don't even get me started on them if anyone listens to this, does them all right i'm gonna have a word with you but you need to understand that there is no special exercise, and actually, you're better off having a conversation about nutrition.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't really know. Like uh, thinking back, I'm not really too sure why it's not a heavy component. It might be now, like I said, it might have changed, um, but I'm not really too sure. I've just noticed how, like, incredibly ripped your jeans are. Like, are they actually were they bought like that? Or? Yeah, I bought them like that. I like ripped jeans, man. They, your you knees know, are actually popping out.
0: Yeah, well, I feel they kind of like, they show that, like, you know, it's for fashion, but there's a bit of a hole in there, you know? It's a bit like, I'm done for the party. Showing a bit of flesh. you DTF. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm ready to part. if anyone doesn't know what DTF means. Just Google thing. it. Uh, do not Google it. Um, yeah, they are pretty ripped. I mean, I know my mum always makes a joke. She's like, how
1: would you pay full price for them?
0: I'm like, shut up. I, I, I agree with funny. Tina. No, man. Te- Tina does take the Mickey out of me actually quite often these days. But no, I like them. I did have one pair which I only had the jeans out these have got the thigh out as well um you can actually probably see my boxers if they ride up but there we go that's another story i hope you're getting a fantastic <laughs> image of my ripped jeans right now but we're both sporting the vans vans they're like your never ending train you know what i mean like they're just like the shoes and trainers but they're like you know skater shoes they will just never go out of fashion
1: no, I, and do you know what I don't think no, I, I really wouldn't care yeah, if they do go out of fashion because they they're are so, so cozy. comfortable yeah
0: covey
1: covey cozy? Cozy? <laughs> I was going to comfy and I was going cozy and I was a cozy. <laughs> vans mixed with covid
0: <laughs> yeah now they're good man they they are like a, a good pair of jeans vans, a good pair of vans and an oversized tee I'm sold I'm there and a snapback
1: yeah um, so back to nutrition yeah nutritional myth series that's uh, what I'm going to do I've, I've got a few a few in mind so what we'll do is just kind of get k- kick started with them and, uh, I mean, the obvious one that we've always got to start with is carbohydrates are uh, carbohydrates are bad. Carbohydrates are the it's reason really why you mm-hmm. are gaining body fat. Um,
0: carbohydrates are the little monkeys that come out of your closet in the middle of the night, tie up your jeans, make them tighter, and you wake <laughs> up and you're like, God damn it, what is that? That's, that's carbs, apparently.
1: Yeah, it's, I think we've got to start off with where has the actual myth come from? So. Start with basics. Yeah, we'll we'll start, it might, I don't want to get too technical with it because it's not really needed, but essentially like when you are eating foods, like you are in a, like a fat gaining state. That's just It's just the easiest way to put it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, you're in a fat-gaining state when you eat food. Like, it just happens. It's part of the, the the human process. But when you are not consuming food, you are in a fat-loss state. Yeah. because In go, simplest terms.
0: Yeah. Like, like throughout your day, you're going for a calorie surplus and a calorie deficit. What you're going to make sure is that the calorie deficit side of things. Because your body can make energy without food. Hence why, if you don't eat for, like, two, three days, you don't suddenly die. It's prolonged you know, lack of not eating that would cause you because eventually you run out of your own internal stores. What we need to do in theory as human beings is just give our body enough energy so it doesn't need to use anything internal. It can just use what we're fueling it with. But obviously when you instantly have like a big meal or any size meal, you're instantly giving your body exogenous fuel, basically. So you're putting in a surplus. And then obviously as your body uses it, you're then eventually going to use up the fuel that you consumed and then you'll go back into a deficit until next when you consume food. So you want to kind of in theory, make sure that the the amount of time you spend in a surplus throughout the day when you do consume food is less than obviously the time when you'll utilize the fuel and then you're going into fat burning mode per se. It's a bit like a kind of wave. You want to make sure that you are below the line more than you're above the line kind of theory. I wish we had a picture here to show you. You you can't see me, but I'm doing some quite good actions with my arms and it's kind of like interpretive dancing.
1: But wh- but why why it's different from carbs and other foods because that's obviously what we just spoke about there is in like a general term of foods. Yeah. But what carbohydrates like the like the hypothesis was that you know carbs have like uh, carbs drive up your insulin mm-hmm. and when your insulin is present in the body that's causing your body to hold on to um, to excess fat and it actually suppresses the calorie burn. So this is the hypothesis and logically Mm. thinking, right, if I'm going to have carbohydrates, carbohydrates um, drives the insulin up. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to then hold on to excess body fat. But going back to what we said originally, like it's you've got to look at it over a 24 hour period. Like if you're still in a like you all sleep, right? (laughs) You all sleep. And if you're getting like a decent um, an adequate amount of sleep, like let's say eight hours, you're in a fasting phase for eight hours of that day. Mm. So you've always got to look at it over the bigger picture. Like to, like it doesn't matter how many carbs uh, you've consumed that day or... Um, Yeah, it doesn't matter how many carbs you've had that day. If you're still like your actual bigger picture of being in the deficit, so if you're actually in um, the the negative energy balance, Mm. for a longer period throughout the day, you are going to uh, lose body fat, regardless of where that fuel has come from. And this is even the case for like uh, type 2 diabetics as well. So... Type two diabetics don't actually have to cut carbs. Like, yes, you should probably, and you are probably going to get better results from um, being careful with the amount of carbohydrates you're eating, because obviously, um, you know, your insulin's not not working. Mm-hmm. So you do have to be be careful um, because of the negative health effects that can come with it. But at the end of the day, it's still the fact: like, if you are in a calorie deficit. Um, and you are still consuming carbohydrates as a type 2 diabetic, you will still lose body fat,
0: yeah. And that's also, yeah, that's also the thing. It's like the the whole adherence thing, you know, this the most important factor is adherence to whatever it is you're doing. You cut something out, you're not going to be able to adhere to it further, you know, unless you're a psychopath. That's just my personal decision to say that. Um, but it, yeah, and I remember the day, and I still like hold stand by this. Like, I remember the day that I read. Um, amongst many other things, I read um, about the effects of protein and protein actually causes um, a spike in insulin. So it's like, well, hold yeah. on, we know that having more protein in your diet has caught, leads to better weight loss. So therefore, the fact that it also causes a spike in insulin clearly shows that actually the whole, when you ingest carbohydrates, it spikes insulin gets instantly stored as fat. That doesn't hold true with regards to stopping you from losing weight because at the end of the day, it could, spike insulin and then obviously it then goes away and stores it into the relative areas that it needs to. But then if you go ages without eating, it's just gonna take the take the stored fuel out again and use it. Because it needs to. If you're not putting it in exogenously, it's gonna have to use it from within.
1: Mm. Mm, the, a, mm. Yeah, the so as well, um it's it's a bit of a bit of a confirmation bias is where it's kind of the the mainstream media have got hold of it. Is because right, logically now that's just think about it. What are all of the foods that contain, like what foods contain carbohydrates? And it's the greatest ones.
0: Donuts. You've ice got cream. I can't believe I said pizza. donuts before. Ice cream. Oh, I love
1: Man, ice cream. <laughs> Basically anything that tastes nice That's is like got carbohydrates <laughs> in it. So all of a sudden if you're now on a, uh, like a keto, which is a mm-hmm. no carbs diet pretty much, if you're all of a sudden now cutting out carbohydrates, you're also so cutting out a huge portion of calories dense foods. That, yeah that are mm. going to be calorie dense yeah. foods and this is this is when this is also what is what gives keto
0: such a heavy buy in is that you cut carbs so instantly when you cut carbs you drop a lot of like anyone when they lose weight and you go into a deficit at first in the first one to two weeks you drop a lot of water weight carb weight and water weight this is what gives keto it's like such big biting because they're like, oh my God, in the first like two to three weeks I lost like a stone. And I'm like, of body fat? No. Like, no, you didn't. They're like, yeah, yeah but the scales went down a stone. And I'm like, that's because you dropped all of your carbohydrate weight. Like you store, I can't remember the numbers off the top of my head, but you store it like intramuscular, which is like, you know, however many hundred, hundreds of grams. You store it in your liver, I think like 400 grams. Uh, you store it, obviously you have it in your system. Like there's there's so many different places that you store these substrates that it's like once you get rid of it and it's used it all up, well, yeah, of course, like probably like one to two kilos of that, you already can put down to a loss of um, carbohydrates, as it were, or stored carbohydrates per se. Um, and... You're exactly right. Like, the main fueling thing behind that is that you cut out the foods that are causing you to overconsume. There's no magic. The best thing, though, however, is when people take exogenous ketones. Because I'm like, when you go into ketosis, when you don't consume enough carbohydrates and your body produces ketones to utilize as energy, that's an internal thing that happens. And then people put them in their body. And I'm like, well, no, don't be a dingbat. Like, your body will just make them anyway. You don't need to buy them and put them inside. Do you like know that word? So that's an even other one. So I was like, I bought some ketones and I'm like, your body will make them. Why are you buying them? Mm-hmm. Like you don't need to buy them. Like your body will make them if you do actually consume like, you know, it's like less than like 35 grams of carbohydrates a day. But I mean, again, it sounds like horrific life to me. If I'm yeah, it's,
1: uh, and also like your, um, your brain actually needs, I, th- I think it, uh, don't quote me on the number. I can't make exactly remember. It's something like 90 grams of carbohydrates a day to actually function optimally from the brain. Mm.
0: Yeah, it's your brain's main source of fuel. Like, yeah. you wouldn't have a petrol car and be, be like, yeah, I'm not going to pay in petrol in it. Mm.
1: So, like, when you're, when you're obviously, it, the carbohydrates being cut, like, it's association, not causation.
0: Mm. and also you've got to think about the second and third order consequence love that saying man i think i've definitely got that from you um and the second and third so order consequences one you're not going to be able to eat your pizza and your ice cream so it's going to be hard to adhere to two you're going to get savage cravings because you cut something out three your performance is going to be terrible because at first whilst you're waiting for your body to get into ketosis which takes how does it take it takes a few days doesn't it at least I can't remember the exact number. It's on not it, just like it's not, it's like you not you just carbs. One yeah, minute. yeah. It's not just like you go into ketosis like within an hour. Um, your performance is gonna be worse. You're gonna burn less calories in the gym. You're gonna feel f- sluggish. You're not gonna feel great. And it's like, well, again, it's all leading to like a lack of sustainability. You know, I think everyone out there at some point has gone keto. Like most people that are trying to lose weight. Like I've cut out carbs at uni. I think I lasted about a week and I played a game of football and he passed out. I'm mm. quite quickly realized. I need that. So you've you've got to understand that like there's just no longevity for it. There's no need for it, and you don't be a psychopath.
1: Yeah, I think we've uh, we, we've butchered that Ooh. one now. We <laughs> so <laughs> we well, right. What will we butcher next? Yeah. So uh, we'll uh, we'll move on to um, this. Is also one that I have fallen for in the past, and I. Uh, for anyone that was coached by me through the years of maybe like 20 uh 2009 to maybe 2011 like I'm sorry uh but it was you know eating little and often mm. will boost your metabolism Yeah, and you know why I got that because I downloaded
0: Arnold Schwarzenegger's blueprint
1: <laughs> to gain mass
0: <laughs> massive mm. biceps. And I remember it was like, you have to eat six meals a day, spreading out your protein, it keeps your metabolism fast as hell, and you're going to be like Sonic. Um, and it's not true.
1: Yeah, um, so so the thought process behind it was... Makes sense. Yeah, the, yeah the thought process was if you... Um, like, every time you, like, consume a meal, <laughs> you... you uh, it makes me laugh now thinking about it because they're so uneducated back then, but... When you have a meal, you get a, a, a spike in metabolism. So what old uh, and Rolf would do is think, well, hang on, this is a hall pass to eat 10 meals a day oh, because I'm getting spikes in my metabolism every
0: single <laughs> meal. Whereas we know now it's the net calories that you have oh. per day. Whether those calories come from one meal a day, where those calories come from 10 meals a day, the fat loss will be the same. Again, from a protein standpoint, yes, you want to have you know three to five feedings, um spread out evenly across the day to maximize muscle protein synthesis if you're looking at building muscle but from a fat loss standpoint you know the basis of calories total being king protein. it's your total calorie intake um across the day um that's going to give you the best bang for your buck and let's be honest i remember saying this to a client um you know obviously you know you want to get like four or five meals in a day and i me- i still remember this in the gym which was years ago and he was like how am i how am i going to eat like in the office i can't take that many breaks and I was like, well, you know, just quit your sly. I was like, I was like, what imagine that I'm literally like telling this dude, I was like, like just snack on the table. I was- get it on your desk, pop the Tupperware off, and just start snacking a couple of bits of chicken in between. If your company
1: can't <laughs> accept your gains, you don't want to be there.
0: No, man, no, if your company is not willing to accept the law of big biceps, then, I mean, I quit now, to be honest. Like, don't worry about your mortgage and your bills. It doesn't matter when you're talking about the inches on your biceps. <laughs> Can I grab a pecs and rags whilst we're here? They're staring at me.
1: Yeah, but I don't know what it's gonna do for the mic. And um, Do you know what, actually, no, what I want you to want do to is, is yeah, you oh, that, yeah, you know that that fantastic opening. Are you open? ready? Okay.
0: I hope that
1: sounded incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my... <laughs> oh, God, that even sounded incredible mm. just me listening, yeah? I thought it was fake.
0: But no, I did just open a Pepsi Man. That was
1: fantastic. Uh, there, also, I don't know, have we finished with the... No, no, I've still got bits to go on that one, mate. Okay,
0: because that will be coming as well, the old artificial smartness.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a good one, that one. Um, but, you know, here's just a little uh, mic drop moment for you. So obviously the 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 initial thought process was and this is where we can kind of tie that in a little bit actually because this is also where then starvation mode started to um slip in didn't you because it was like if you go too long if you skip a meal you're going to go into starvation mode When your body's in starvation mode your body then stores onto fat Mm -hmm. um, and you're not going to lose body um you're not going to lose any weight but Here's the actual thing. So this is, again, why the eating little and often will boost your metabolism was kind of debunked, was because actually if you go 24 hours in a fasted state, so you go 24 hours, like I'm talking eating nothing, like you consume no calories, your metabolism doesn't change. <gasps> no if, way. Yeah, if you then go 48 hours, two days, without consuming anything, like literally nothing you actually get a spike, an increase in your metabolism. Then once you go 72 hours, that's when you start to see a slight decline. We're talking three days here. That's three days where you have to consume zero calories. And I don't know anyone that's going three days without eating anything. That's three- I've
0: seen it on TikTok. People (laughs) doing like week long water fast,
1: idiots. So that's like three days. Until you, your metabolism then starts to downregulate slightly. So you actually get a slight uptake after forty-eight hours, which is mad. So that's why you know that's all been kind of crushed. So
0: disclaimer here: don't go not eating 48 hours to think you're going to burn bad man amounts of uh, body fat here,
1: mate. That hey, you opening that Pepsi. Is Sorry, just... mate. I've set it into.
0: Well, I come in this morning. I come bearing you know gifts for the office, and Hayden comes with a twenty-four pack of Pepsi Max, which is I mean, it's a great office
1: gift, to be honest. Hang on, go on. I'm bulge it up. It's all over my lips as well, which is <laughs> <laughs> I did it in a two-stage literally blew off my One was like, perfect,
0: man. You have to get the angle right. Um, yeah. So, in other words, the amount of meals that you have with regards to your weight loss makes no difference. The main driving factors are personal preference, you know, what fits on your day, you know, you're probably gonna get fired if you try and take five or six lunch breaks a day because your productivity is probably going to be pretty low um unless you work in a gym man i just literally used to snack behind reset i hope like the gym owners aren't listening to this i mean i don't work there anymore anyway but i used to snack constantly on shift i was literally constantly like, i had my little prep bag i had my six meals oh, prep for you, a shift
1: <laughs> you were the um
0: i got it for christmas mate
1: I was oh. a Tupperware warrior. Probably I was going to say I, I, we're not really swearing, are we? I, no. Y- you were. A, is a
0: swear-free zone.
1: Yeah, you were a. I think I, I. think I dropped a few bombs with Jared's one, so apologies. But you were a Tupperware. Yeah, that's Tupperware tumbler. You were one of those. Right, next myth. What's the next one? Well, we might as well get onto the. Artificial sweeteners we're here cracking in some Pepsi Maxes.
0: And I still
1: get this now because people are like... Do you actually? Oh my God,
0: Ryan. How the hell... Oh, not necessarily for fat gain. More for the health. They're like, aren't they so bad for you? And I'm like, why? And they're like, well, don't they contain those chemicals? And I'm like, well, you break down a banana and you actually break it down into its like <laughs> actual ingredient list. In There's a lot of different things in there. But I'm always like, where's the proof? Mm. Like with everything, I'm like, where's the proof? And to this date, as we stand mr hayden Ruff will tell you
1: yeah i mean there's there's been no auto biopsy that is uh that has been conducted and you know cause of death was artificial sweeteners yeah. um so and there's
0: even recent research that's shown that artificial sweeteners actually might be uh have a part to play in increasing um satiation
1: okay did you not see that no yes
0: about actually having sweet, having having a, a sweetener or something beforehand. Um, actually, it like it was like fills you up. Don't quote me on these things. I can't remember because I, I can't remember what who was talking about it. Someone in the nutrition world was talking about it. Um, yeah, which was interesting. was it Ben Carpenter? Yeah, might it might it might have been Ben Carpenter. If you don't guys, if you guys if you don't follow Ben Carpenter, you definitely should. He's got a very good channel and lots of society.
1: Yeah, he's good on YouTube. Information. Yeah, but what the, um, there's like very, like, um, there's so much data on uh, studies done between like support groups of one trial group having sugar and one trial group having artificial sweetener. Yeah. And like, it's a profound fat loss. Like difference between the artificial sweetener group and Mm. the sugar group. I mean, again, it's because sugar contains calories. Yeah, (laughs) and artificial sweeteners don't. I hope you can
0: see the theme here. And it's like the yeah, it's not talking calories here. Uh, And and the thing is, is that even if you're talking from like a health standpoint, it's like all of the studies that have been done have been done on rats, and they basically times the rats' data by twenty-seven to make it comparative to humans. So it's like even when the like the recommended like like amount that we'd have to consume that would even be anywhere near like that is something crazy like, it's like 30 cans a day or something. Oh mate, it's more than energy. that. It maybe yeah, was... 100 cans a day. It is a lot. It's a lot to the point when I'm pretty much, you know, no is, it. I don't know, there might be someone out there having like 100 cans of, of Pepsi a day, but it is way within what any normal human being would consume on a daily basis. And that's even being given like a 27th, multiplication away from what it would be if that makes sense mm. um so you know it could be way more than that and they just give you a very big safety bracket don't they so like what it would be to so say like you know it would be um you know you would be safe with a thousand but they lower it and say that a hundred will say safe just because of you know they've got to cover themselves i think it is as, as part of it as well
1: basically any kind of um <laughs> Exactly. Any kind of st- studies conducted on animals, like it doesn't, like, it's, it has its place and it has a snapshot, but then there's always got to be further research done. And like, if a conclusion from, uh, like, if a, if, a, if a published article or a published um, study comes out and its conclusion is from a, like, rat study only, and like that's the end of the conclusion to it, then, uh, yeah, it needs to, it needs to have, a bit more thought behind it. But the only thing that I would say, like, is number one, is I'm not going to sit here and say that it doesn't have any health um, effect at all because if it comes out, it's just to date, there is no studies whatsoever that show any kind of ill health. So there is, like, nothing, nothing in human beings that have reported any kind of ill health. So we know that at the moment. Will there be something coming out in the future? Potentially, who knows. The other thing that I would mention is... Like with artificial sweeteners, they are like literally 300 times sweeter than normal sugar. So if you're pumping your children with a ton of artificial sweeteners, their perception on what sweet taste is could be slightly skewed. So you might have an argument to say when you then don't go and give them a sugar-based item, it isn't a sweet for them. So they're more likely to over-consume it to get that hit of what they were getting from a Pepsi Max. So as an example, maybe the child does have a uh, full fat Coca-Cola, but because it's not as sweet as a Pepsi Max or a um, Coke Zero, maybe they're more likely to then have more full fat Cokes in order to get that same sensation, which is now we know is piling on the calories. Um, That's the only thing that I would like, you know, start to mention. But again, like, We're all pretty smart. We're not going to just be, like, consuming litres and litres and litres of... Um, Might do. Maybe. I mean, but. I do
0: know a few people that used to consume, like, two litres a day. And I'm like, how?
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you, as always, you should be striving for water,
0: shouldn't you? Like, yeah. you should be striving for hydration. It's like anything, isn't it? It's like, I'm not going to stand... Yeah, like, we're not going to stand here. It's Like, too much of anything's bad for you. You know, too much of standing, too much of sitting, too much of probably, like, you know, swinging your arm around like it's a really bad like, idea but you get what I'm saying <laughs> you imagine me swinging my arm around um, yeah too much <laughs> of anything isn't great for you Oh, <laughs> you
1: saw the action that you <laughs> <laughs> this is why we shouldn't be on YouTube because I, I yeah, for those of you know that.
0: me know that I talk my hands so I'm trying to keep my hands still. as soon as that video comes on you're going to see me do all sorts of actions I'm pretty much Spider-Man around this room whilst filming the podcast you can't see now I'm actually hanging it upside down off of the light chain. <laughs> what's the next one uh well, Actually, can I, before you start, I do my typical thing of interrupting. Yeah, um, so about carbohydrates. Do you know one interesting study is that they did a study on, on bread and there are two groups and um, one group ate bread and one group didn't eat bread in their you know calorie deficits and there was no difference in the amount of uh, fat loss that was observed. What was interesting is that the group without the bread... Had a significantly bigger dropout rate. Yeah. Again, showing that because they had it's something with... cut out, there's obviously no proof, we can't say it was for definite, but a hypo a hypo a A hypothesis could be made that because they cut out bread, it made it harder for them to adhere to the diet. Therefore, they weren't able to get the long-term results because they were restricting themselves in one form, whereas the other group obviously weren't restricting themselves. So they had a lot less people actually finish the trial um, comparison to the two groups. Mm.
1: Yeah, and also like the, um one of the healthiest populations um, in the world are the Kittehians, and the Kitfians, like the majority of their diet is. I think it's like seventy percent of their diet is carbohydrate based. Yeah, yeah.
0: If you want to search up like who apparently the healthiest people in the world, they're called blue zones, mm. and you can have a little search on uh, people and where the blue zones are and what their diets are, and they are so different. Like none of the diets are the same you know, you look at where these blue zones are and you look at the diets of what they consume and they're not like, are they all do this? Do you know what I mean? Like there are very, there are differences between what each blue zone and how they live, which I think is another kind of like staple to show that like there is no one diet fits all when it comes to health. You've got to find one that works for you, your personal preference, your culture um, and ultimately what, but they all are, you know, relatively varied within context. Mm.
1: Yeah, but it's, it's just like, when when you know this or understand this information, like, all of when you see, like, because you're seeing, like, Daily Mail publish articles, like, there's no tomorrow about how white potatoes are the worst thing in the world for you, but you're like, Potato. the Kipfians are literally living off potatoes, yeah. like, and yeah, their yeah. incredible, like, mortality rate is mm. so low.
0: But they're packed through lines of goodness, aren't they? They're, they're vitamin C, they've got iron, they're highly satiating, like, they're not just the carb. Like, this is what you got to ref- remember as well when it comes to food. Like, food, it's not just a protein source. It's not just a carbohydrate source. It's not just a fat source. Like, yeah, they but... have vitamins and minerals within them that are all important um, to your nutrition. You know, one of my, um, one of my mates, that she called me yesterday, and he was like, oh, my girlfriend obviously has just given birth to the C-section. She lost a lot of blood. He was like, I need some, you know, foods that are high in iron. So That's I was true. like, it's oh. We <laughs> sorry mate, and I was like, well, you know, your your meats are going to be the best absorbed. Uh, cause there's two different types of iron. I'm not going to go into that, but your meat. Uh, variations are going to be the best absorption. You know, you'd have to get a lot more from the plant sources to get the absorption rate and get what iron that you need into your system, per se. And one of the ones that it does have iron in is, is potatoes. And, and he was like, Oh, really? Potatoes? And I was like, Yeah, see, everyone just assumes that potatoes is just carb. Like, there's nothing to it. It's literally like you flip over the back of the pack and you're like,
1: Per 100 grams of carb. That's it. Just ingredient carb. Yeah. Carb. Can you say carb again? Carb. Anyway. Uh, this next one we can kind of kill. Go on, what you can say?
0: What's your favorite carb?
1: What is my favorite yeah, carb? Man, I'm interested. This is
0: a question. What is your favorite carb? Um, maybe it's one at the moment. What's your favorite like go-to carb at the moment? Maybe.
1: Do you know what I've, I've it? It would have been like some kind of uh, ice cream variation that like I've been having it in the evening. However, yeah. like I've, I'm noticing that it's not really like making me feel satiated anymore I would probably say oats oats yeah. is my yeah, 100%. my go to
0: I, I would happily live off oats
1: forever yeah because like there's just so many varieties you can do it isn't it like you put chocolate in it like Eat maple them. syrup like you can make pancakes with them like they're so malleable yeah. big up
0: the oats. any oat companies such as Quaker Oats or anything that listen to this if you if you want to sponsor us maybe but Ben and Jerry's if you are listening to this then we will 100% mm-hmm. let you sponsor our podcast for the rest of the year.
1: I can you imagine that?
0: Oh my god, it'd be great. If
1: anyone listened to this has Top would be nice as well. With
0: an ice cream company and you can pass in touch, we would love you forever.
1: Yeah, do you know what I'd That'd I'd be incredible. I, imagine that, the
0: only two nutrition ones, like usually they're sponsored by protein brands, with the only nutrition weight loss t- company that's sponsored by an Sponsored ice cream by
1: Galaxy, brand. Yeah, man, Halo, Halo, like Ben, ben and Jerry's.
0: Jerry's. I think we should do this, mate. We're just gonna like bust the curve. Two guys talking about periods in the menstrual cycle. Don't worry about it. What's two nutritional weight loss dudes talking and about periods whilst eating ice cream being sponsored by Ben Jerry's and Halo Top? Yeah, there's uh
1: there's <laughs> There's two seriously underrated things on this earth. Number one is sit down we and two yeah. is a um and this is obviously for men. And two that's the sit down we but two is a twister.
0: Twister ice cream. If you have a hangover, a cold Twister. Oh my
1: God. A Rio and a Twister. Oh, Name a better combo.
0: Ben and Jerry's and cookie dough. On a hangover. (laughs) (laughs) It's quite heavy on a hangover, man. Even I will say as much as I love her as I am. You know what I've actually done? I've cheated on Ben and Jerry's. I've got a Tesco's own cookie dough. It was only 800 calories for a whole tub.
1: Oh, right. And it's a
0: proper, like, full... Whack. i, I mean, you, it's not going to be as good. But.
1: I saw you, um, you, you, like, shared someone, uh, was it Oppo ice cream?
0: Yeah, man, Oppo, yeah, and Lodo. So Lodo do the, like,
1: pizza bases. Yeah, I don't, I don't rate them. Oh, I'm I
0: like
1: them. I, I, I li- recently literally bought them and oh, I just, I like them. and the as brownies. a wrap, it's alright. Ah, see, we haven't used them as a wrap, so maybe they might be good as a wrap. But no. Pizza. Wraps have been on my... Um, but yeah that Oppo ice cream I haven't like, I hadn't, until you put that uh, post up I had not seen their company like literally years and they used to only have like one flavour so yeah. they have quite a variety now I so. saw yeah, yeah 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 and Haagen-Dazs do they have the little pots are great the,
0: the big pots just if you're going to spend that many calories I would always just hit up a Ben & Jerry's because I personally
1: feel the Ben & Jerry's are just the go-to yeah, the Oppo oh, is in the haagen one
0: yeah yeah the Hagen-Dazs have it I think Oppo have little
1: they're, they're pots. like Ben & Jerry's have little pots well too. Oppo's like is, is like 370 calories for the whole top. Oh, well, they I didn't know they were currently. Yeah.
0: I just saw ice cream and it was like free ice cream and I was like,
1: oh man. Share like, tag, tag, <laughs> tag, 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 tag. tag. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, like I said, we're going to kind of kill two birds with one stone. This next one all- is it pretty much falls in with, you know, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Um, it is, though. And then secondly, is, on top of that, is people then think is intermittent fasting mm. the best approach? So I thought we could just go at two angles with this. Okay, so... Well, first of all, is breakfast the most important meal of the day?
0: No. All meals are important. And <laughs> to feel ourselves. No, breakfast isn't the most important of the day. Everyone usually says that breakfast is the most important of the day. You have to start it. I don't even know the reason as to why it's meant to be
1: important. I think, actually, do you know what... I, I don't know if maybe. Uh, I don't like, know the reason it. The small metabolism boost and stuff is because it was like it's the most important meal of the day. It starts you, it boosts your metabolism to get you going and give you energy. It's ah, the I same th-
0: as like multiple meals. Yeah, I, <laughs> think, I
1: think that's that where be. it came from.
0: Well, the thing is that studies
1: even show that like, there's some studies out like that say that oh, if you start off and
0: you know, have a good satiating like a high pro- a protein dense breakfast, it usually shows lower calories like, later on in the day. Mm-hmm. And then there's also studies that show that, like, even if you do skip breakfast, even if you are super hungry by the time it comes to lunch, you will never consume more calories than you would have if you'd had breakfast and had a lunch, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's literally personal preference. Well, mm. like, I do it out of habit. Like it's only when I come into the office and
0: I'm, like, grabbing all the stuff together this morning, I just literally just grabbed a shake and a banana. But, like, usually I always have porridge. But then some days... If I do, it's just because I forgot. So I think I think a lot of it is is habitual. How much porridge do you have? Uh, at the moment, hundred grams. But that's because I'm currently looking to lose weight. Otherwise, what? I would just load it.
1: Was it wasn't? Well, you don't track it normally, but like you don't weigh it out.
0: No, I just usually do. But now I push, So it's pretty much when I'm not trying to lose weight, I would just like. Eat for satiation, and I I don't think it's much more. I reckon I
1: probably, when I'm not weighing it, would only have about 120, 130 grams anyway. Have you ever had 100? Like, so, had 150. Like, so I had a lot of calories left um, a couple weeks ago, and putting 100. uh, I was uh, basically I was like, I'm just gonna have my oats as my dinner. So I'd normally have after dinner, like if I want something else, it would normally be between like 80 and 100.
0: Yeah,
1: and then I'll put like the Chocolate, uh, PhD, Smart Way Protein Chocolate is to die movie. for, absolutely to die for. In the oats, it's like pure chocolate in there.
0: I'm gonna have to buy some I to mean, try it. To do because at really the moment,
1: at the moment, you can get it like for thirteen quid for a kilo. Yeah, well, it's nine hundred grams, which is pretty much kilo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Give I <or> take hundred. <laughs>
1: um, but you take ten. Percent. I was, like, I'm not gonna have, I'm not gonna have. Uh, Dinner, because I can't be asked off the coaching call. I'm just going to have a big bowl of oats. So I was yeah. like, I'll have 150 grams said. Nice. It didn't even fit in the bowl. So when I pa- oh, cooked yeah, it in the pan right. and I put it in the bowl, it was mm-hmm. like, Sophie was like, are you joking? Like, you can't even fit that in the bowl? I was mm-hmm. like, I, "I, yeah. I mean, I'm just going to have to sit here, eat it out of the mm-hmm. pan, and then start on the bowl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I Man, I've 100% done that before. Like, just purely eaten out of the pan, because I'm like, I just can't be bothered to... <laughs> to wash up. Also, well utilize this.
1: I don't know if you realize, like, with oats as well. Depending, like, if you're of, like, I think we're very similar in terms of, like, we like volume in meals. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Quaker oats, and like, if you go to like Aldi's or Tesco own brand, they're woeful. That oats, like, they don't expand from the water. But if you get Quaker oats, they are trust. me. trust me. Really? Yeah, it's like so. If I have, right. and I've noticed this. If I have 100 grams of like Quaker oats, it's it It's almost from a bowl standpoint, like the equivalent of like 150 from like Tesco's own because the, the oats just don't wow. seem to expand. I'm
0: going to have to try this now, man, because I literally always buy just like cheap oats. I'm like, man, <gasps> they taste the same. Like once I've like chucked some protein powder in, once I've chucked a handful of berries in, like and some either like a couple of squares of dark chocolate, or some peanut butter or some biscuit. <laughs> Um, Yeah, I'm, I'm away, but that... That's interesting, man. Mm. That no. would be worth the. Ex- I mean, I mean, ooh maybe not stuff over. Sorry. Um, yeah, I just buy it just because I'm like, oh, it's just pop Like, I just see it as like a low end thing. I'm like, it's porridge. I'm not going to spend loads of money on porridge. I like go through so much a week.
1: No, it's it is, well. If if you like your volume, 100. it's worth it. And I yeah yeah, I prefer. It.
0: To be fair, when I'm not only having hundred grams, like when I'm looking at like bulking up and stuff, I use a mixing bowl to eat out of. But <laughs> like I literally
1: put... That's what you're i
0: I Like, a mixing bowl. I have a mixing bowl at home, which is basically, like, my food bowl on a ball game, And I just pile it up. Like, I just chuck... I'm like a kid. I literally chuck it in. And also, <laughs> you might think I'm really weird. I eat with a... I will eat most of my meals with a spoon.
1: What? If... So, if you were to have, like, fish and chips, you'd eat use a spoon? Nah, so, like...
0: So, I like ease, right? So, like, if I was to have, like... like say so I was to have, I don't know, maybe, like, salmon and some like salmon and rice and veg, I would just put it in a bowl. Like, I no, would just like not mix it up out. in a hole. Yeah, and just eat it with a spoon. If I was to have fish and chips, though, I hate using a knife. It infuriates me having to use two hands. So I will cut up the whole fish and then I'll just, like, put my knife on the side and then That's just, just eat it with a fork. So, right. Like, almost like a kid, like, you know, when you, like, cut their food up. So I was blend it. it. No, nah, I, I, <laughs> like, I will not go that far. Jesus, like. But I will. I will cut up the meal before I start. So then
1: I only have to use a fork. Do you? Uh, d- so this is what I do as well. Unless I'm,
0: like, I'm with company or I'm eating out. Then
1: I like obviously am not going to do that because it's embarrassing. Uh, can I have a spoon, please? <laughs> 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 I'm like, all right, you 12-year-old. Um, do you, when you eat your oats, so I go back to oats again, like if you've got a massive bowl, will you still use a teaspoon because it feels like you're eating it for longer? Yeah, percent like, yeah, 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 I do yeah, that all
0: the It's time. tedious as hell. And sometimes I get a little bit like aggravated. I'm like, come on, good times, thing. <laughs> Especially because I sometimes have pineapple. And those chunks are big. So if you get a scoop of pineapple on, you don't really get anything else. You just get one bit of pineapple. I'm like, oh, come on, man. You put pineapple on your oats? Mate, I mix up my frozen fruit. Every week I change it. This week I've got strawberries and blueberries. Last week I had strawberries and pineapple. Uh, That's weird. I've had mango sometimes. I'll have cherries. I have pomegranate seeds. Like Tesco's, frozen fruits. Loads of different ones. I you just, just mix chuckle. it up every
1: week. Uh, yeah, we got really sidetracked with that. Um mm. So, so basically porridge. Yeah, the, what, what were we saying about it? was like oh, skip no, it's breakfast. It's also called
0: oatmeal for those that are in America. Oh, yeah. In case you're wondering what the hell we're on about, oatmeal. Yeah. We've So yeah, skipping breakfast isn't fancy, which brings us on to intermittent fasting.
1: Yeah, so intermittent fasting is like where you go for like... I mean, you can literally break it up however you, you want to, but the typical thing is like 16 hours where you are in a fasted state and then eight hours where you... Um, you pretty much eat. So what most <laughs> most people do... <laughs>
0: you... Um, Mate,
1: what, what was it called? No, uh, yeah, full yeah. transparency, what I was doing, I was cutting the hours in my head that like, I got this 16 right. <laughs> and I was like... 15, 24, I was like, do 24, I 24. make that? Yeah, that's fine. Um
0: But there's so many weird ones in there. I mean, I've seen people do like 24. And I'm like, who? What, what psychopath wants to go 20 hours without eating? Yeah, like, it's, it's an enjoyment in life. Like, I ain't going 20 hours without eating.
1: Yeah, so it's, it's, it, again, it's 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 a tool, and basically, like the where it's people have started to like jump on the bandwagon with it is because they're like someone just outright lied and just said, you know, it it um, it increases loads of things like your metabolism, like all of these other things. Um, so people have been jumping on that and just trying to use it as a, an additional tool. But again, what you think about like you're shortening your window of eating. So if all of a sudden like you only have a window of eating where it's now gone from like, let's just say like a 14-hour window mm-hmm. to all of a sudden it's only a four-hour window. Of course you're going to eat less. Like, of course you are. So it's it's literally personal preference, team. Like, if you if you don't like having breakfast, because typically, well, I mean, you can do the intermittent fasting however you like, but typically what people do is they have their last meal at like nine, and I'm not going to do the maths on this, so don't jump down my throat, but... <laughs> Let's say you have your last meal at nine o'clock and then you won't eat anything again until like 11 or 12. Yeah. But if you like having breakfast, have breakfast. If you don't like having breakfast, then actually maybe it's intermittent fast. Like you might unintentionally be doing intermittent fasting already.
0: Yeah, without yeah, without thinking about it. And uh, that's it as well. Like there's no right or wrong, there's no special. Like people are like, should I do like 16, 16 like A or should I do like 14, 10 or like what should I do? And it's like, do whatever you want to do. Like, just find what works for you and stick with it. That's whatever it is. Whatever you're doing, you just got to stick with it. Um, I was just researching that word. It's postprandial, isn't it? The time after you've eaten.
1: Postprandial somnolence. Yeah.
0: So, like, you know, you're just reducing the time, therefore increasing the satiation. So this because is you're why... You're not going to be hungry as much, therefore you're, the likelihood of your meal being potentially smaller. Like, if I intermittent fast, I will just have lunch and dinner. Done. Lunch, snack, dinner. Yeah. i have bigger meals.
1: So, you know, when you have like that massive uh, Christmas like feeding and then after like you're instantly just so tired, like you could have a nap mm-hmm. after you've had your Christmas dinner. Yeah. That's called postprandial somnolence, mm-hmm. where you basically, that's why you feel tired because you're the post feeding. Uh, post feeding? Mm-hmm. Post feeding. This
0: is with glucose, isn't it? And it's also why everyone here who's ever eaten, you know, maybe gone to an all you can eat meat feast that's why you also get the meat sweats because you're eating a lot of protein highest yeah. effect of food um and therefore you're burning more calories and that's why you get sweaty because you're releasing a lot of heat interesting yeah. fact for you there
1: um the last one that really that i was i've got down on the list here of the again this was a this is a, i quite like this theme of not actually having a topic and kind no, of just just going go with it yeah i think i enjoy it a bit more um and selfishly it's all about me so, <laughs> 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 but no, the, the, last was, the last one was, the uh, last one was, and this was an old personal training classic as well, where yeah. I got, I actually, I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus here, but I actually got this from an old PT at the gym we were at. Mm. And um, yeah, I heard him telling his clients <laughs> that um, if you... Like, if you eat after 7pm, your body starts to store more fat, because when you go to bed, you're not burning off the energy, mm. and it's going to be lead to totally. uh, excess body.
0: Yeah, it is seven as well. I've had a fair few questions. So I like, remember, if I eat after 7 um, am I just going to store it? And I'm like, no. Who told you that? Like, your body's constantly burning calories. This is where a lot of people forget about that in deficit stance, don't they? They're like... So if, like, so obviously I need to burn more than I consume. So if I'm going to consume 1,500 calories, like, I need to burn 1,700 calories worth of, flat like, exercise, yeah? And I'm like, yeah, if you want to go run for three hours, like, no. <laughs> like, you burn calories just by sitting there. I'm burning calories just by recording this podcast talking to you guys. I'm, you know, Hayden's burning calories now Just tap his foot. We burn calories even when we're asleep. We burn calories to purely keep us alive. We need energy. We are energy beings. You know what I mean? It's like having an alarm clock and not having any batteries for it. You have to give it fuel and have fuel inside of it for it to work. Energy. Um, so it doesn't matter. You know, there's arguments to and for it. There's arguments that like having carbohydrates later on in the evening is going to help you sleep better. There's also other arguments regarding the digestion that you don't want to eat too close to bed because then you could have... Um, you you're going to feel uncomfortable, obviously digestion uses gravity, but then there's obviously another argument And if you eat too far away from bed, you might have dips in your blood sugar during the night and that could interrupt your sleep. So again, it's all individual. You've got to play, play it's got to play its part and think about you, your lifestyle and how you want to like maximise it and find what works for you. You know, some people eat an hour before bed fine, some people need two hours before bed, otherwise they feel uncomfortable, for example.
1: So just just put that to bed pretty much. I had a client previously and um, she, she was working in London. So she had a really, really busy, hectic, like stressful job. Um, and the commute was quite long. So what she'd do is she'd always like, this was like the routine, get up at five in the morning. It was um, pretty much like grab a coffee or make a coffee cup. Take it on to the train. On the train, like she would always prep her uh, presentations that she was doing or making sure that the presentations were all up to the gold standard for when she was delivering the um, like meetings and stuff and, and presentations. And she would then have back to back. It was entertaining clients back to back. No, she was not a hooker, but she was like. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on, I mean, I was
0: so chilled there until you were like, she wasn't I I don't know wait, about me, but wait. I don't know about you guys, but I personally didn't think at any moment that she was a hooker. <laughs> now that you've said it, I'm like, was she? Like, was, was well, no, she the lady of the night? Like, is, is that what was, her job was? Like, I mean, I, I'm not one to prejudice or anything, each their own. But uh,
1: when I just said entertaining clients, oh, that's all I, that's just popped into my head. So yeah.
0: This is Hayden's previous life.
1: So yeah no she she was um, going, I can't stop thinking about it. No, she's going out to lunch with her clients, <laughs> so she's going out to clients of a uh, going out to lunch with her clients and stuff. But she was never ever consuming calories; like she wouldn't be the one that was, she wouldn't actually eat anything. It was just a pure like she. It was she. It's she used to tell trust, me, isn't it? "Well, she it's used awesome. to tell me it was the weirdest thing in the world." Right? So she would be taking two clients out. So she used to do a lot of networking with these clients, yeah. and she would almost be sitting at the table not saying a word, apart from like making sure that these clients are getting along because she. The company was making business, or for these two, making so business. Weird, so it? yeah, imagine she, it's just this random girl sitting at the table, and like them two are like networking. So, she said she was like used to do that. Anyway, long story cut short. She had this hectic life in London, and she would just not eat at all. Like pretty much, she might like maybe grab uh, an apple or a banana or like something like that, like a, a breakfast bar at some point in the day. But she would not consume anything. But she would then. Like where she would always, like the reason she came to me in the first place is because what she, she would do is there was an MS at the train uh, station. Mm-hmm. She would then buy this bag of just food. And she would like from the moment of getting out of m to getting off the train to drive home, she would just eat, like mm-hmm. yeah, consume, yeah, yeah. consume, consume, consume. So what I said is that there's a huge calorie balance issue going on here, but we just need to fix that. And she was like, look, I can't, I, like you can't make me eat all these small meals or anything like that. Like, it just doesn't work for me. I was like, no, it's cool. Like, let's just, to start off with, see what your, like, nutritional intake is. And she's like, I can literally tell you everything that I, that I eat. It was thousands and thousands of calories. She was behind, like, Skittles, like, all of these things. <laughs> so all I said is, right, okay there was, like, the simple swaps of, like, instead of buying a family Skittles bag, just buy one of the single Skittles bag. Like, Mm. I didn't change anything ridiculous. But the point is, she would still, like, she would get on that train at about quarter to seven or something, like, half six. So she still, like, I didn't stop her from doing this, but she still ate her whole daily calorie intake from six o'clock all the way up until, like, nine. Mm -hmm. And I think it was something stupid. Like, she was almost averaging, like... A kilo a week like over the 12 week phase so like it was ridiculous mm. but it's just an example there to prove to you that you like you can have all of your calories in one single sitting at the end of the day and if you're in a calorie deficit you will still lose body fat
0: yeah yeah lady say, of the night like when people <laughs> when people ask me like do you know any lady of the night's no when people ask me about like <laughs> what's the easiest thing to lose weight and i'm like take what you eat now and reduce the portions Yeah. Like it's the easiest way to pull back on calories. Like if you want something simple to start with, and then you can build, like just reduce your portion sizes. You know, you have a massive bowl of cereal and two pieces of Nutella on toast in the morning, have half a bowl of cereal and one piece of Nutella on toast. I'm not shifting any of your actual food like that's what it is. We're just simply reducing the calories via what you're consuming that in and of itself will help you lose weight and in and of itself will bring about improvement in health markers that's the reason the thing is is that that's super duper simple with regards to actually achieving fat loss but what you got to realize is you've still got to work on the psychology side the internal work as to why we're there in the first place because just reducing portion sizes is great it's going to elicit fat loss it's going to give you what you want but what you've got to look at is remember that there's always going to be what you need as well you know this psychological mindset habitual and behavioural stuff that you hear us go on about all the time because that is the crucial thing that is so important to your long-term success, not just fixing, you know, ah, sorry, I don't care about that, I just need to lose weight because that's what you've done so many times before, before, you know, a wedding or going on a holiday, you've just lost the weight, but you're fed up of just keep losing the weight and regaining
1: it. my mm. drop. Mike drop. Uh Cool. Well that-, well, that was that was pretty much that was the main ones. If if you're listening back to this and there's actually a few that you know you're unsure of and you, you want a bit more clarity around, just drop us a message. We can even do and th- that applies across the board for any any kind of topic. If you say something that you want to hear more of and we think it actually warrants a whole episode, we're happy to do it. We'll do that
0: for you guys. Yeah, we're we'll we here really for you to do that. Well,
1: look. Well, that- Always a
0: pleasure. Never a chore. Never. And we will see you guys in the next episode. And remember, follow, subscribe, drop us a like, all that good stuff because it helps us get pushed further up the charts. It makes Hayden feel good. Um, and also it helps more women in the world lose weight. And that's what we're here to do. All right, team. See you later. care you bye Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. Bye-bye.